0: Okay, good morning everyone. Thanks everyone for joining. Welcome to the Kala Agra And um, this week we're going to be on Zoom, but Baruch Hashem, things are heading in uh, the right direction. And uh, we hope to see everybody again personally soon. Parsha Tazriah Mitzvahirah. We want to speak, uh, actually this year is going to have two segments, so it's going to be two separate shiurim. And we'd like to speak about the Indian of the Kaya Chadibor, as it is known that the Parshia's Tazriya Mitzara, which speak about Saras. Saras is a punishment for a number of different Chataim, most notably Lashon Hara. The Gemara says in Erechin, Ba'amar, Ben Zimra, Anyone who speaks Lashon Hara, the uh, leprosy, uh, uh, plagues him. Shanema, meloshni, basesaree, one who bad mouths his friend in secret, oisoi Smith. Him I will cut off. And the lashan of Smith it says in reference to, saras, um, it says, letsmisos, which is maturgum lechalutin, and chalutin is a type of punishment from matzara muchlat. And as Royhlakish famously says, Toiras Shemra, that Saras is a punishment for someone who is Moitzi Shemra. And therefore we would like to speak today about the Kaya Hadibur in general, as the Gemara is telling us that one who abuses and misuses the Kaya Hadibor is punished with Saras. Which is a, such a severe punishment that the Gemara says it's chash of kames, and um, more in the second segment we're going to investigate that which David Hamelach reveals to us in Tehillim. He says isha who is the man who desires life? Life refers to olam haba, eternal life. Who desires eternal life? Oyev is stuff who loves days to see good. That refers to this world. The secret is God guard your tongue from evil, and your lips from speaking deceit. So apparently, David Amal is saying the key to living a long life, the key to having a good life, is guarding your mouth, guarding your speech, and that will make a person eligible for the chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be happy and well And we know that the Chafetz Chaim, Rabbi So Meir Kagan, who is named after these words of Dab and HaMelech, because of his famous sefer Chafetz Chaim, devoted his life, um, among other things, but he put special emphasis on the Kayach HaDibur in general. Because not only did he write the Sefer Chafetz Chaim about the laws of Lashon Hara, not only did he write the Sefer Shmiras Halashon about the Musr and the Hashkafa of guarding one's mouth, but the Chafetz Chaim also wrote a Sefer called Chayvas Hashmira, which talks about the importance of guarding your mouth. And the Chafetz Chaim wrote a Sefer Zakhar Zachar to remember what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, did to Miriam and in the safer Zakharla Miriam the Chaim has a personal observation. He says, Hine uh, Bihasir Hashem is bara higati lekvurais. Through the good through the kindness of Hashem I reached Gavurais, eighties. The Chemad Kalyamai Lohisakti Dati Melesboyne Oidois Khilek Hadibur Bakhlai. And Kemat my whole life I never diverted my mind from contemplating the subject of speech. In other words, the Chaim had a fascination with the Kaya adibor. Not only to, not only did he feel that it was important to teach Kali yisrael the choymer of the isra of Lashanhara hara and the schar for shmiras but Chavis Chaim was very interested and. He had a fascination with the Kayach HaDibor in general. So let's begin by making a number of observations about Dibur, about speaking, and this great faculty. The Gemara Narachan says on Dav Tesvav, Amar Mishum ben Zimra. what does a Pasuk mean? Ma'yiten l'cha, ma'yoy l'ashon remia. What could he give to you? What could be added to you? Language of deceit. Amar The Yibar has a conversation with the tongue. And the Yibar is instilling a certain uh, value and knowledge to the tongue. And the Yibar says, Kalei varav shel adam zikufim mutal All the limbs of the body are erect, are vertical. The heart is positioned vertically. The kidneys are positioned vertically. The lungs are positioned vertically. The ears are positioned vertically. All the limbs of a body, the legs, are positioned vertically. Except for one, the tongue. The tongue is positioned horizontally. It's the only limb that is positioned horizontally. Furthermore, the Gemara says, All of man's limbs are on the outside. The limbs, the hands, the feet, the ears, they're all outward. Except for the tongue. Not only that. I surrounded you with two walls. One of bone, and one of flesh. The bone are the teeth. The lips are the flesh. What is the Gemara? Uh, telling us here. What is the message of the Gemara? That all the limbs are vertical and the tongue is horizontal, all the limbs are on the outside and the tongue is on the inside, all the limbs are available and the tongue is protected with two walls. Says the Maharal, the fact, because the tongue is created and is primed to Chas Hashem, speak Lashen Hara, and Hashem created man with perfection, without deficiency, God doesn't want man to be predisposed to evil. So Hashem fixed the tongue that it should not be so predisposed to evil so that the limb which could produce lashon Hara is horizontal. What does horizontal mean? Horizontal means not in use. When a person is horizontal, either they're dead or they're sleeping, but they're not active. The, the position horizontal symbolizes that it's passive, God made the tongue horizontal so that we recognize that it's not meant to use unless you need it. A tongue is like a gun. Just because you have a gun license and you carry one doesn't mean you should use it. You have it just in case. So too a tongue. A tongue is a weapon. A tongue is a sword. A tongue is a gun. A tongue should only be used in case you need it. You need to learn, you need to daven, you need to cheer someone up, you need to buy something, good! So you wake it up from its slumber. But then, the next thing you need to know is that it is protected by two walls. Meaning, you can't just have a weapon of mass destruction that's uh, available that you could just access without any thought. So the first thing you need to do is, okay, so the tongue is sleeping. Okay, tongue, wake up! So you have to uh, open up the basar. Or you have to open up the teeth. If your lips are closed, and your teeth are open, so you need to open up your lips as well. And then you could unleash the sleeping tongue, you wake it up, you pry open the lips, you pry open the teeth, and then and only then are you able to use the uh, tongue. In fact, the apostle says in (laughs) Koy One who digs the hole could fall into it. One who breaches a fence will be bitten by a snake. The Kliyakar teaches us that, remember Yosef HaTzadik was thrown into a pit and we say about the pit, mayim. The pit was empty, there no, there's no water, but boy, va-akrabim Now why was Yosef HaTzadik thrown into a pit that had snakes and scorpions? Why? So the Kliyakar says that we find that Balei HaLashon, the people who speak Lashon Hara, are punished by snakes. Like the pasuk says, The people spoke against God and against Moshe. And what was the punishment? The Nachash came. The Nachash is always there to speak those who speak Lashon Hara, to punish those who speak Lashon Hara. Because really the Nachash was the first one who spoke Lashon Hara. So he's the instrument that avenges those who speak Lashon Hara. So Yosef Hatsadik spoke about the brothers, and therefore he was thrown into a pit of snakes. Now why specifically snakes? Ah, because the Pasuk says, When you open the fence, what's the fence? Every tongue has two fences. The lips. And the teeth, God says, I created a safety guard around your weapon, your teeth and your li- and your lips. Why do you open them? Why do you breach the fence? When you breach a fence, the snakes come in. Likewise, if you breach the fence and you speak lashon hara, you are endangering yourself to uh, allow entry to the snakes. And that is the deeper meaning of um. Pirates Godar Nachash, but we find in Parashas Chukas, and Rashi says Nachash, let the snake come, who was punished because he was Moitzi Diba, and he pays and gives a punishment to those who speak lashon hara. Okay, but now says the Shvilei Pinchas. This gives us a deeper insight into the punishment of the Baalashanhara. What do what is the punishment of the Hara? So we say, Badad Yeshev Michhusla Machana Meshabai. Call Yeme Asharha Nega Bo Yitma Tamehu Bad Yeshev Michuslamachana Moy Shabai. All the days that the Nega are in him, he will be he will be Tame. He will sit by himself in isolation, mi machana, says Rashi, chutz outside of the three camps. He has to be sent, he is considered the most tameh of all the tamays. He has to leave the machana Shchina. he has to leave the machana leviyah, and he has to leave the machana Yisrael. Why does, what is the significance, what is the message of leaving all three camps? Well, says the Shvilei Pinchas, a very interesting idea. When someone speaks lashon hara, their tongue, naturally by default, rests in what we call the Machana shchina, in the innermost sanctum. He then omits. He then releases his tongue to bypass the kodesh HaKadoshim and go past the teeth into the Machana levia. Then he speaks. And he allows the tongue even to go into the Machana Yisrael. So because he allows his tongue to leave all the Machanois and to go free and to break out of the Machana and to speak Dvarim B'telem because ribon Hashem gave us a tongue that when you need to use it you let it out and then you bring it back into the Machana It should be at default within the Shalosh Machanois. But the Mitzvah is punished with Nagayim because he's used his tongue to speak Dvar Masurim and he broke the two walls, the teeth and the lips to stroll about the Sholish Machanas and therefore the punishment is we say, leave all three Machanas. Leave Machana Shechina, Machana Leviah and Machana Yisrael. Okay, Marv Rabbo And now I want to share with you an amazing Shlach HaKadosh, based on the Psukim in Shir HaShiram. Take a look at this. The Pasuk says, Shir HaShiram Paragdale Pasuk Bez. (laughs) Shihina ki yeider haket suvois, Sheolum in harachca, Shekulam masimois, your teeth are like a flock that are set that came up from being washed. They're all perfect. There is no mum in them. Okay, very uh, romantic compliment. We know that this is the, uh, what the chasan in tells Klal Yisrael, the praise, the shevach of the bride of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is Knesset Yisrael. But what's most notable is that we have an almost identical pasuk, A few Prakim later, in Perek Vav, Pasek Vav, Your teeth are like a flock of rams. So first we have a compliment that our teeth are like a flock that is set, and then a compliment that your teeth are like a flock of rams. What is the significance of these two Pesukim? says the Shlach HaKadosh. This is to teach us of the great praise of Klal Yisrael. And that is, what are the two great zechusim of Klal Yisrael? Avoidah and Torah. We know in the zechus of Avoidah, we, we have access to Eretz Yisrael. Not only when the Beis HaMikdash was standing, but even when the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, the Parshios of Karbanos take the place of Avoida. Now, we have a tradition that Jewish people have thirty-two teeth. Say, so what do you mean, Jewish people? That's right. We have a tradition that Akum have a different number of teeth. You should try it. Go into the supermarket one day, and if you see an Akum, ask him to open up his mouth. Take out your cell phone, put it on flash, and take some pictures, and you'll see that Yisraelim and Oyved and they have different number of teeth. But our tradition is we have thirty-two teeth. 16 on the top and 16 on the bottom. Well, Shinaich Keider Harachalem. The Pasuk Shinaich Keider Harachalem refers to the 16 carbonois a week. We have 14 Tamidim every day, carbon Tomachel Shachar, and carbon Tomachel Bain Arbaim. That's 14. And Ha We have chavasim B'nei Shana. So how many teeth, uh, how many carbonois a week? 16 carbonois a week. So one set of teeth corresponds to Avoida. Then you have Sheneiach Keidrak Tzuvois Toira. How many aliyos do you have a week? Three on Monday, three on Thursday, three Shabbos Vay and seven Shabbos morning, a total of 16 a total of 16. So we have 16 bottom teeth, Keneged, the 16 Karbanais a week, and 16 top teeth, Keneged, the 16 Awiyais a week. What do we learn from there? That means our teeth are meant, and our mouth is meant either for Torah or for Avaydah. Otherwise, it doesn't really have a function. God did not give it to us for other purposes. So if your, if your uh, speech falls under the category of tyra or Avoida, great. Otherwise, uh, speak to your dentist. If you feel that you have other things that you really need to discuss, then uh, there's some dentists out there that could really rip you off with dental implants and maybe have another set of teeth put in. But the teeth that the Lord put into your mouth are either for tyra or for Avoidah, otherwise the tongue is at rest. We say to the tongue, Shluf gezunt, sleep well, we'll wake you up when we need you. But Marvra Raboisai, we're going to uh, analyze this a little bit further in uh, the second Shir, but as we know, that when God created man dirt from the Adama, he blew into his nostril the living spirit, and man became a Nefesh chaya which the Targamunkos translates as Ruach Memalala, a speaking being. Mav let's analyze what is the significance of the 32 teeth. Let us begin, friends, with an astounding comment of the Sefer HaYitzira. The Sefer HaYitzira writes in Perak Aleph Mishnah Aleph that God created the world with thirty-two pathways of wisdom, the very beginning of the Sefer Yetzirah is In thirty-two wondrous pathways of wisdom, the Islam created the world with 32 pathways of wisdom, Ubara, Esai Bishloisha, Svarim, and he created the world with three books, Besefer, Besefer, Vesipor. Okay. So God created the world with 32 byways and pathways of wisdom. It says with Yosef Giktilya, Nesharay Oira, that how do we know God created the world with 32 pathways of wisdom? Because if you look in Mass you will find Kim 32 times. K'neged, the Lamed Be'ez, Pliyoyz Chachma. 32 times Eloi Kim appears in Parak Aleph of Bereshis. The final one is Vayar Eloi Kim eskala sharasa Vihine toiv ma'od God saw everything and it was very good. Vayi Erev, Vayi Voiker, Hashishi. Chal Chal is done, and from there on we have Yud Kevav K. And the Shaiori says, "The Ata Beni And now, my son, open your eyes, and you'll see how each one of the pathways of the thirty-two Nesivay SChachma is sealed with the seal Eloi-kim to indicate that whatever Hashem created, the masa barachis, whatever Hashem. Um, created the Mass and and Besoyed kalnas of Nivra, every pathway of wisdom is sealed with the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Pretty amazing. Now, let's understand for a moment. Let's understand for a moment the Esar Sphirois, Let's understand what is the significance of the 32 pathways of wisdom. The Sefer Yusir explains that the 10 Sterois, the, the 10 spherois, and the 22 Oisiois of the Torah are the 32 pathways of wisdom. In other words, as follows God created the world with 32 pathways of wisdom. What's the significance of that? The 22 letters of the Alathes. By the way, the Noyam Ali Melech brings the number 20. That we know that when Hashem created the world, He had to confine Himself to create the world. Hashem had to be mitzamtei atzmai, so to speak. And where did Hashem confine Himself? So the al Melech says he heard from his rabbis that Hashem confined Himself in the oisios haTorah. That's the expression when when we talk about Hashem and we apply to Him, so to speak, human adjectives. But we, we just mean it as an allegory. We use the expression Kiviyachal, as if to say. Where does that phrase Kiviyachal come from? Chaf Bez Yachal, with the 22 letters of the Aleph Bez, God is able. So the 32 pathways of wisdom are formed and created by the 22 letters of the Aleph and the 10 spherites. Now the 10 spherites, the Gemara Chagiga teaches us, are really the ten mamores with which Hashem created the world? Look in the Marsha, Masechta Chagiga. We know Basara mamores nivra elam. God created the world with ten statements. And the Gemara asks, it only there are only nine vayoymerz and baracious. And the Gemara says baracious nami Mamar, Who the word baracious are is also a statement. I just saw in a sefer on Perkei called kalbay. Uh, excuse me, yadoi ba'koyl, yadoi ba'koyl. It could be Yadai B'Kol. It's even Reb Chaim Falaji, Actually, I wasn't sure who wrote it. I saw a very old sefer on Perkei Avos, and I did not have in my notes who wrote it. But he says an inter- interesting thing. The Gemara says Baracious Nami Mamarhu. Baracious could be rearranged to re- read Be'Arreshes with utterance, with speech. Bereishis. um Baracious reshes. So that's how we know Baracious. Nami So you have ten statements with which Hashem created the world and the 22 letters of the Alephes. These are the 32 pathways of wisdom. Ah comes the holy Ramak, Ramash Cordevero. We know him as the author of the Taimur devira, But his most his magnum opus is the Paradise Rimainim. And he says, I know this not only from tradition, I know this from dissection. So Marv Rav said, I don't take my word for it. When the share is over, if you want to dissect someone's brain, then uh, you'll be able to confirm what we're learning, but you just have to make sure you pick someone, otherwise this is not going to work. But the Ramak says that the Chachmei hanitoyach teach us, Beis the same way the Ribbanisham created the world with thirty-two pathways of wisdom, the Ribanisham created man with thirty-two general pathways from the brain to the body to be marames to the thirty-two pathways of wisdom that are explained in the Sharnasivas. And from those thirty-two passageways from the brain, it leads to the thirty-two teeth. And that doesn't mean every tooth has a nerve that goes up from the tooth to the brain, but symbolically there's some kind of general pathway that represents the 32 Nesiva Yishachma that lead from the Mayach to the shinayim. Says the Shela HaKadosh, what is the significance of this? Says the Holy Shela, Dibor is very close to machshava. Therefore, we have to be so careful that all of our diburim emanate from Chachmah. Since the mayach has 32 pathways from the mayach to the shinayim, that comes to teach that dibur and shinayim have to be emanating from Chachmah. If they're not emanating from Chachmah, don't use the peh. The 32 shinayim correspond to the 32 nesivah's Chachmah. Dibor has to be Mekoiroi B'Seichel. Now listen carefully to how the Shla interprets the Mishnah, Perkei Avais. Amar Rav Gamliel. All my life I grew up among the wise. And the perspective of Chachmah of the Adam allows for Dibor. But so mitzad chachma dibur is toiv. Kol yomai gadalti And from the tzad of chachma dibur is toiv. However, lo la laguf el But if the dibur is coming from the guf, then don't use it. It's better to be silent. That's lo la guf toiv For the body, when speech is coming from the body, it should not come. Meaning, ela... Ella, is retracting on what we said. I grew up among the chachamim, and since I grew up among the chachamim, dibur is good. But when la guf, when it comes to the body, Ella we have to retract the koyachad dibur, and we have to say it is only, it is not admirable. Mitzar ha guf, it's not good. Mitzar ha chachma, dibur is good. So here the Rivan gave us, so to speak, a weapon. The weapon is the tongue. It's naturally a default horizontal, which means it's there in case you need it. You have two guards, you have the teeth and the lips. When you are Poyoridz Goder, Yishchenu Nachash. When somebody speaks Hashem Hara, and he allows the tongue to go out of the lips and out of the teeth, so then the punishment is the, the snake. The, we have 16 teeth on the top, 16 on the bottom. 16 on the top correspond to 16 So week. 16 on the bottom correspond to 16 So week. Then we have a, this wondrous idea that the 32 teeth are connected to the 32 pathways of wisdom of the mayach, which represent the 32 nesivos of Eloi Kim, with which Rebansham used to create the world. And therefore that indicates that the teeth should be used for chachma, for Torah. When it comes to chachma, dibur is good. But But for the body, what is best is silent. So this gives us some of uh, the depth and some of the phenomenon and the wonders of the kayacha dibur. And if we're zoicha to use our mouths properly, we will be zoicha to the promise of David Amelech miho isha chayim. This is part one. And uh, stay tuned for part two. It's coming up very soon. It's coming up today. In fact, it's coming up right now.